Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Steelers winners on Saturday night, knocking off the Ravens 17-10. to 10. The Steelers get to 10 wins, and they beat the Ravens twice this year. The playoff hopes remain alive for Pittsburgh. Welcome into the Believe in Steelers show. I'm your host, Mark Bergen. We're having a quick post-game reaction Two Steelers win. They get to 10 wins, and we'll see. They'll need some help to get into the playoffs. Before we get too far ahead, today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. NFL Week 18 is here. If you want to place a bet on any of the football action, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The big takeaway from today's game is if Pittsburgh does get into the postseason, how severe is TJ Watts' left knee injury? Friendly fire with uh, Montrevious Adams, and it didn't look good. Now, Adam Schefter already reporting after this game that it's a suffered, uh, a sprained MCL uh, pending further testing. And I guess Watt wanted to go back into the game with the injury, but the Steelers wouldn't allow it. Edge rusher is a position where the Steelers have some depth. You've got Alex Highsmith, Marcus Golden, who had a big sack, which helped seal the game uh, towards the end there when the Steelers took a two-score lead. And then Nick Herbig has made the most of his opportunities, the rookie, when he's gotten a chance to get onto the field, but it's a position of depth for Pittsburgh. So while no one is T.J. Watt, in tonight's game, you want to make sure that you have Watt if they do advance to the playoffs. Now, let me outline that scenario for you really quickly. The Steelers get in if the Colts-Texans game ends in a tie, if the Bills lose to the Dolphins on Sunday night football, or if the Jaguars either lose to the Titans or tie. So three scenarios for Pittsburgh to get in. We'll see how all of that shakes out. And really now it's just the waiting game if you're Pittsburgh in wrapping up what's been a 10-win season and Mason Rudolph getting his third win and his third consecutive start. I would imagine that if Pittsburgh does advance to the playoffs that it's going to be the Mason Rudolph show from here on out with the way that he's been playing. And he got just enough done today. I would have liked to see the Steelers get the ball into George Pickens' hands earlier than they did, but clearly the Ravens were taking him away and putting a safety over the top and saying, hey, Pittsburgh beat us in other ways. Uh, I thought Najee Harris ran hard again. Jalen Warren ran hard in trying to establish the running game. Uh, A key play in this one where the Steelers could have taken a two-score lead in the first half and Jalen Warren on a third down conversion is fighting to get the first down. If he just goes down, Boswell gets a field goal and you go up two scores, You knew once someone, whichever team it was, got a two-score lead in this one, given the weather conditions, you knew it was going to be tough with points being a premium because temperature in the 30s, cold rain, hard to hold on to the football. So you knew turnovers and takeaways would be a key part of this game. And you saw it even after the Steelers' first drive where Najee almost fumbled the ball, Jalen Warren bobbled uh, up. a pitch play and the Steelers made adjustments after that to say, Hey, trying to protect the football is going to be very, very important. 
Rudolph, 18 of 20, 152 yards and a touchdown. The key touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson to say, okay, great. If you're going to take George Pickens away, other players need to beat you on this offense. And Deontay Johnson going the distance. Uh, the one play with Deontay on the penalty on the punt, this made no sense to me. So he's jogging off. Uh, I believe this was in the first half. And the Steelers get called for 12 men on the field. Presley Harvin punts again, and he had something like a 26-yard punt. I want to see Deontay Johnson sprint off the field to avoid the penalty, but then the Steelers have to be cognizant of the fact that there's 20 seconds left on the play clock. Allow your all of your players to get off the field and avoid a penalty in that situation. That's something I want to see shored up to where, yeah, Deontay Johnson can't be loafing on that play. At the same time, you still have 20 seconds on the play clock, let your players get off the field, then snap and punt the football. And thankfully, the Ravens weren't able to take advantage. Uh, a lot of key contributions defensively. Eric Rowe, yet again, filling in, forcing a fumble. Uh, I know Larry Joby was in the mix. Uh, Miles Jack, Mark Robinson as well. Uh, TJ Watt, when he was on the field, had two sacks as well. So group effort defensively in forcing takeaways and turnovers, the peanut punch in this one. It was funny because during the broadcast, they kept mentioning ball security, ball security. If you're playing a drinking game, if you took a shot every time they said ball security during the broadcast, uh, you'd have a nice buzz on. I'll just put it that way. But Steelers, again, staying alive. We'll see how all this shakes out because now you just have to play the waiting game. But those were just kind of my general takeaways. And look, beating a Ravens team that only had four losses this season, two of them came to Pittsburgh. Whether it's their backups or not, I'm not saying Baltimore's going to regret not playing its starters later on in the playoffs, but I'm telling you this right now. There's going to be a season where a seventh-seeded playoff team goes on a Super Bowl run. If Pittsburgh gets in, I don't expect that to be this season, but Mason Rudolph has played well in three games, and he's earned himself some money in this league. He came back to Pittsburgh on a contract where he's making a little bit more than a million dollars on the league minimum. He's going to make substantial, substantially more in 2024. And whether he goes somewhere to compete for a starting position or as a backup quarterback, we'll see. I don't know if he'll be back in Pittsburgh, but it's been a remarkable run because we had the Festivus miracle two days before Christmas. We had New Year's Eve magic, and now we have uh, magic in the new year with Mason Rudolph, of all people. Because it's funny, when the schedule came out, you knew that the Steelers season might just come down to this final game, the regular season finale against their bitter rival in the Baltimore Ravens, a team they've beaten seven out of the last eight times now. And if you would have told me, well, Mason Rudolph is going to be the Steelers quarterback in that finale in what's essentially a must-win game, yes, the Steelers could have still gotten in even with the loss, but it's their, their odds are a lot better with the win in tonight's game. But if you would have said Mason Rudolph's the starter, I would have been like, is this the twilight zone? What the heck happens? And he's been the Steelers' best quarterback this season. It's a three-game sample size, but it's not even close. And it's the body language of the players when he's out on the field and he's able to do what he needs to do to win games. It's understanding where to go with the football, avoiding turnovers best he can. He almost got intercepted on that first drive. Uh, if not for the rainy conditions, he probably would have been. It's standing in the pocket. It's knowing when to take shots, when to take risks. And even at the end there, when the Steelers were up seven and George Pickens wanted 
one jump ball in a one-on-one when the Ravens have to sell out at that point. You run the football, you force Baltimore to take its timeouts, and you kick the field goal and you go up two scores. The clock management for Pittsburgh should have been applauded because they did exactly what they needed to do. And speaking of the running game too, I saw Najee go a little bit too much east and west, but when he was going north and south, he ran hard last week. I thought he ran hard this week too. It's November, December, January football with Najee. And I think he's had two really good back-to-back games late in the season when it's cold out, when the weather conditions aren't great. He's been reliable for Pittsburgh in moving the chains He can't be fun for opposing defenses to try to tackle just given the load that he brings. But Najee Harris, I thought, played well yet again in really back-to-back weeks uh, coming off that performance against the Seattle Seahawks in Week 17. Let me get to um, some of the comments. Jeremiah checking in saying the Steelers are 3-0 with Mason Rudolph as the starting quarterback. Incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. And uh, I'll say this too, I think a big difference for Mason Rudolph is I think his personnel is a lot better this season than it was in that 2019 season when he was filling in for an injured Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Ariel checking in saying, I told y'all Mason was going to shock the world. Um, C-Note Stacks talking about the Mason Rudolph-Deontay Johnson touchdown pass on a slant pattern where Rudolph looked off the safety and just slipped it right into the window, the window that Mason threw into, and Deontay Johnson was then able to take it the distance. Perfect ball, perfect catch, and then great run after the catch by Deontay Johnson, and that was what might have been the most important play in today's game. So good call there. Thank you for checking in, and thank you for watching here on the Believe in Steelers show. Yeah, I mean, Mason just coming up clutch week after week after week after week, And I'd imagine if the Steelers get into the playoffs, I don't think there's any question. I would stick with Mason Rudolph, the hot hand. Kenny Pickett can be the backup. And then Mitch Trubisky can be the third stringer. That's how I would approach it, assuming Pittsburgh gets into the playoffs and gets some help either later tonight or on Sunday. That's how I would go about conducting all of this. It's To me, I I don't think there's any argument to make to say, oh, let's go back to Kenny Pickett, see what he could do with the ball in his hands with this current team. Now, next year... If you're able to make, bring Mason Rudolph back on the cheap, and I would not pay him more like $10 million as tops, tops, but somewhere $5, 6000000 million, essentially have Rudolph take over the role that Mitch Trubisky is in right now. Have a legitimate open competition at the quarterback position if you're able to bring Mason back. Mason Rudolph might not want to come back to Pittsburgh, though, and he might want to test the waters elsewhere where he has better opportunity to play or even better opportunity to be a backup. And so. I credit him for making the most of his opportunity in being ready this season because 2019 where he gets injured, Duck Hodges comes in, Rudolph goes back in. He ends up getting benched for Duck Hodges. He was a younger player in his career at that point. Randy Feekner was the offensive coordinator. And again, the personnel wasn't as good. He didn't have George Pickens. He didn't have Jalen Warren. He didn't have a lot of the players that are key contributors on this current team. And I think the biggest thing You didn't see this as much today, but the relationship he has with George Pickens and getting him the football, but then understanding what to do to where if a team wants to double George Pickens, it's the the play you see with Deontay Johnson where he's able to take it to the house. 
With the current weather conditions in today's game, you knew that points were going to be a premium in this game. I didn't expect either team to light up the scoreboard. And I think the Ravens would have played pretty similarly, even with Lamar Jackson out there. Uh, Again, I think the big question, too, is what's TJ Watt's status if the Steelers do advance to the playoffs, but then say Pittsburgh's season is over as well. Is TJ Watt going to miss any time next year if it's, say, uh, an ACL, and MCL injury? So keep an eye on that. It did not look good. And again, apparently TJ Watt wanted to go back into the game, but he leaves and goes to the locker room. And uh, friendly fire from Montrevious Adams. So hopefully Pittsburgh can have him out on the field. It is a night and day difference. While the Steelers do actually have some depth at the edge rushing position, Marcus Golden, Nick Herbig getting in there with Alex Highsmith, no one is TJ Watt. No one is TJ Watt. And we even saw that last year when he missed substantial time with that pec injury. So Pittsburgh's going to need him if you want to make any kind of run in the playoffs. He's their best player by far. He's the team's MVP. And he's not only the Steelers' best player, he's one of the best. I'm not even going to say just defensive players. He's one of the best players in the NFL, period. So you've got to be able to try to do everything that you can do to try to see if he can play. But we will find that out, I'm sure, in the coming hours, in the coming days, as we sit and wait now to see if Pittsburgh is going to make the playoffs. I think I got to everyone's uh, comments, questions. Um, Jay Miller Gaming, I want to, this is a good point. Three straight games, 100 plus quarterback rating for Mason Rudolph. It's that, it's it's just the body language of the players and the offense moving the ball when it needs to. Um, but we will see. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Hope all of you have wonderful uh, rest of your weekends. And we'll be back as soon as we know whether Pittsburgh's in the playoffs and then previewing what is hopefully a playoff matchup in the wild card round in the AFC. But the Steelers get it done tonight against the Ravens, 17-10. to 10. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Mark Bergen. Have a terrific weekend. See you either later this weekend or on Monday. I'll be back with Ike Taylor recapping everything that you need to know from week 18. And again, we'll see if Pittsburgh can get into the postseason. Have a great night. Thanks. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.